Hey guys, it's Heather from Kettle of a Plan, and this is my podcast, Planning a Life I Love. This show is focused on how paper, stickers, and pens can help you plan your life into one full of all the things you love most. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Planning a Life I Love. I'm Heather Kell from Kell of a Plan. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about teacher planning. And when I was trying to come up with who I was going to invite on the show, honestly, I didn't even have to think very long about it. I knew that I wanted Juanita from Juanita Johns to be joining us to talk about teacher planning. So welcome to the show, Juanita. I'm super excited to talk to you today. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. I mean, it's just amazing that you even thought to include me in this. So I'm really oh my excited. Gosh. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to you. So I'm really glad that you're here today. Um, I like to start out the episodes just by having my guests introduce themselves because I'm sure a lot of our listeners already follow you, but I'm sure there's some that are maybe meeting you for the first time. So if you just want to tell us about yourself, who you are, what you do, all the basic things that people should know about Juanita. Okay, so if anybody's listening goes Juanita, who who's that? <laughs> um, just for just starting out, um, I kind of stay in my little small corner until like you know I decided to um, apply for the Happy Planner Squad, <laughs> and so it's like oh my gosh, I didn't even know you exist. So I I completely understand that. Um, but I am Juanita, and I am a teacher by day and like a basic sticker holic by night and every second that I have. Um, so with that, uh, I've been teaching for it'll be 14 years now. Um, I actually started out in high school, um, taught nine through 12 for six years. Loved it in Atlanta. Um, I chose to do that uh, through Teach for America because I wanted to go where I was needed the most. Um, and then I got homesick and yeah. came. Back home to Florida. Um, didn't quite move back to Miami, but a smaller town. Um, and I just been teaching middle school, seventh grade forever. And I love it. Absolutely. I, I actually taught seventh and eighth grade for several years. Um, I was a teacher for nine years and I taught um, seventh grade reading for a year. And then I taught eighth grade English for three years. And th- those are like, my, that was like my favorite age to teach. It is. And, and, when I talk to people and I say like, they say, Oh, what do you teach? And I'm like, Oh, English. And they're like, Oh yeah. What grade seven? They're like, Oh my gosh. Good for you. Yeah. That's that's everybody's responses. They're always like, Oh, middle school. And I'm like, no, like I I loved it because I I feel like they're at that age where they like, they get your sarcasm and you can like joke around with them and they don't like take it too personally, but they're also like, capable of being serious. I don't know. I yes. love it. Yes. It's like when they come up from sixth grade, they're all terrified. They want someone to hold their hands and you just kind of, the thing I love about seventh grade is you see the shift yeah. um, where they're starting to get more serious and absolutely you can joke with them. And I joke with my kids all the time and I'm always like, okay, welcome to my show. And at the end of class, I'm like, that'll be fifty six fifty. How will you pay me? And stuff yeah. like that. And they just absolutely love it. But sometimes people will say like, Ooh, that's a hard grade. I mean, all those hormones. And I'm like, that part too is there, but it's like, there's looking for, they're just wanting to be accepted. And so I really love that. And like, it is a hard age for them. And I feel like they just need like as many adults in their life as they can that like they know Mm -hmm. are in their corner. And so I just feel like it's such an important age. Like 
So I right. loved it. It was like my Absolutely. favorite teaching. Year, I, I mean, so. I love, like, I love high school. I, you know, people ask like, oh my gosh, why did you leave high school for little kids? And I'm like, I love high school, but it was like my gate open, you know, into coming back into Florida. And, you know, I was just thinking like, oh, I'm going to teach them for about a year just until I get my foot in the door. Um, and I just fell in love and I'm happy in seventh grade. Yeah, so it's good. It is I love that. So where can our listeners find you on social media? You can find me at Juanita E. Johns on Instagram. Um, sometimes I'm pretty much stalking people's comments. So you can find me in the comments <laughs> everybody's pages too. Um, but I do that uh, definitely on Instagram. That's like my comfortable place. Um, lots of people ask me if I'm going to start a YouTube, but I'm like, you have no idea. I don't even know where to start. Yeah. I, I mean, YouTube is a lot, especially yeah. I feel like as a teacher, like, Teachers pour so much of their time into teaching and YouTube is so much of a time suck that it's like, it's hard to make time for that when you're still teaching full time. Like Absolutely. And it's like, I wear many, many hats. Um, my, my administrators are trying to get me to go into leadership and I'm just like, you I totally can't imagine. Should. I could see you. I could see <laughs> people you say that. that. And I'm just like, I don't know. Right now I see myself still in the classroom. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, maybe someday if I do. And so it's like thinking about YouTube, I'd want to be consistent. You yeah. know, like I watch your videos. And it's like, you know, um, kind of like geeky fangirl moment here for Heather Kell. <laughs> like I, I'm like, oh, got to watch on Monday. Minnie, oh, got to start this Sunday morning with our, you know, classic. And it's just, it's absolutely hilarious. But it's like, I want to be consistent like that. You know, yeah. so it's like uh, right now I'm just on Instagram. But someday, maybe um, on YouTube too. Yeah. So tell us about your planner story. When did you start using a planner and how did you join the online planner community? Oh my gosh. I don't know if you remember those like planners we used to get in like high school with the yeah. lines almost kind of reminds me of like the horizontal, like happy planner, the mini. Um, I started with that teaching high school because that's what they gave to us for free. And I was like, yeah. sure. Um, and then I came back to Florida and I don't know how I decided to step into these leadership positions and everything. Um, but like 2017, everything was just so overwhelming for me. Like I'm being a team lead. I'm responsible for, you know, this, the ELA department. I'm trying to be a teacher myself. Um, and so the first thing I did um, was I was just like, oh, my gosh, I, I need a planner. I, you know, all of these things are sitting either in my phone or like in my head. And it was stressing me out. Um, because it's that moment, like you finally are trying to relax and you're like, Oh my God, do I have yeah. to do something? Or is there something I should be doing? I shouldn't be relaxing. I shouldn't be taking a nap. Um, and that was really getting to me. Um, and so one of the first things I did, um, it was like, I stumbled upon planning by accident, uh, Christmas break, I got hurt and I ended up spending my whole Christmas break, lovely two weeks in bed. And I was oh, really man. sad about it. That it's like couldn't go home, couldn't do anything. Um, and I just was watching YouTube from bed. And I, of course, you know, January starting, so it's like, oh, introducing us to planner season yeah. and all the frenzy of planner season. And it's like the first thing I saw, I remember, was um, a passion planner. And it had the, the hourly, you know, the hourly layout. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna give that a try. And then my brain, once I got it, it was like, oh, wait, my schedule is very consistent. I've got first, second, yeah. third every day. And it's like there was not really – and it's like I love um, the Passion Planner, but there wasn't a place for just to-do lists. 
Um, and so I was just like, oh no, this isn't going to work for me. And then I just started like with a notebook, just something to write it down. And I was just like, oh, this is kind of boring. It's not what I'm seeing on, you know, on YouTube and stuff like that. And I remember going into Michael's with my friend, um, also a teacher, and she was looking for a planner and they had the grab bags at the uh -huh. time instead of the grab boxes, the grab bags. And I was just like, oh, what's this little disc sticking out of here? Um, completely got in trouble for ripping open the bag. Um, <laughs> but that was where I found the Everyday Essentials Happy Planner. Um, and with that, it was this, you know, cute seasonal, uh, never seen a layout like that. And I literally went home, pulled up your videos like newbie planner <laughs> and was like watching your videos to try it out. Um, and so that was my introduction into like, I could do this. This is a space for whatever I want to do. It wasn't ah. somebody said you had to have it this way. Um, and so I did. I sat there watching your videos, planning out, probably even copying your layout just to <laughs> kind of like get, yeah. um, get a, you know, a hold of that. But that was my introduction into the planner community. Um, and then to be honest, vertical was really hard. It was really hard. Um, I was just like, I don't understand. What are these three boxes every day? And how yeah. do you do that? Um, and it was, it was hard because I went from just kind of making to-do lists on paper to trying to figure out how to fit it in that, you know, the layout. And so I actually stopped using the Happy Planner. Um, and, of course, big mistake. And I was like, you know, planning on paper again. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it was, it was really funny. By that point, I picked up. Um, like a dot grid notebook just to do bullet journaling. And um, in August of, I think it's like 2018 or so, um, I think the happy notes came out by that time. Yeah. And it was just, it was absolute fate um, because I didn't realize I was running out of pages and I ended up in a Joanne um, and I recognized the disc again. And of course, by that point, I was like sticker addiction already. And the happy notes came along and I've been planning in happy notes um, slowly branching out to the teacher planner and stuff like that ever since. And that's it's like, awesome. too late. No going back now. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that you like, you knew that that one layout didn't work for you and then you figure yeah. out ways to make other things work for you. So Absolutely. And I think that's, that's, that's really important. It's like, yeah, for me, when I look back, I feel like I quit too soon. Yeah. You know, I didn't give it like, usually I have like friends in the planner community who will say, give it a month. And, you know, I think I gave it like two weeks and I was really sad because Everyday Essentials is gorgeous. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's really easy to, to buy one planner and the layout not work for you and just be like, okay, well, planning doesn't work for me. But yeah, all of our brains think differently. Like for me, seeing the three boxes vertically, like that is what, how my brain works. That makes sense to me. I look at the other layouts and I'm like, I can't do that. But then like <laughs> you come on the show and you're like, vertical doesn't make any I know. sense. Like, and it's just an example of like, we all think differently. So we Absolutely. all, you have to, you have to figure out what works for you and then use that. So that's Absolutely. like the most important part of planning. So. Right. Yeah. And it's like, um, you know, cause it's, it's something about like when you're in a habit or routine for a while and you want to try something new, but it's like your brain is fighting like, no, this wouldn't work. Yeah. I would never use this. And how do you even, I don't understand morning, evening, or, you know, morning, afternoon and evening. I saw um, some people using it like that. And I was just like, but I'm in school all day. I just yeah. need a list. How does this work? Yeah. Um, so, you know, it was, it was definitely something where I realized 
um, looking back on it now that I didn't give it that try to you yeah. know, just keep pushing through it. So when did you decide to start sharing your planner on social media? Oh my gosh, 2017. <laughs> I look back at it now and I'm just like, ooh. Oh you know my gosh, <laughs> I go back to my, if you scroll all the way back to the beginning of my feed, it's just like, what was I even doing back then? <laughs> like, I know, it's like sometimes I look at it or I get the memories on Instagram and I'm like, oh, you want me to share this? Yeah. What, was, what was I even doing? Um, and it's, you know, it's so funny because, you know, for a little bit, it's like, oh my gosh, people can still go back to 2017 and see this stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's like, now though, it's like, I laugh about it because yeah. it's, you know, it shows like that, that we change as we, you know, yeah. come into what works for us. And it's like, you know, it was one time I remember watching your um one of your lives and you pulled out your first planner oh my gosh and, and i like <laughs> cried the whole from laughing so hard and i was just like sometimes you just have to you know laugh about it because it was so like, bad <laughs> <laughs> like just seeing you you're like oh my gosh look at this washi what was i even doing yeah. here and i I'm like outlined everything in washi oh. and i like would outline all the stickers with pens i don't know what i was doing back then <laughs> you know it's it's so funny it's like um that at that point in 2017 it was like um even though i look at them and i'm like ooh cringeworthy i was looking for somewhere to belong you know yeah. um because here i am like this adult essentially playing with stickers um and teacher like what are you doing and i'm like I'm planning with my stickers. Yeah. Aren't they cute? Um, and I was just, that's where I, I decided to, to put myself out there because I just was looking for, you know, a place to belong and also learn from other planners um, yeah. about how they were using their planners and how I could make mine work for me. And it's so funny because I can look back at my first planner and like make fun of myself now and, yeah. look and be like, that was so bad. But I can also remember like, posting the photos way back then and being so proud of it and like yes just be like in that moment I loved it and I was so excited about it and like yeah now it's funny to look back on but it's still like I was really proud in that moment and like that's absolutely okay. it's like I remember like absolutely being proud of it and that's the thing where I think um I decided to put myself out there on Instagram because um, it's like when I look back at it, it's a snapshot of what was going on at the time. It's my life. Um, and so even now, if I look at something and I'm like covering my eyes, I'm like, oh my gosh, is that really me? Yeah. Um, you know, I still look at it and I remember how I felt. And I think yeah. that's important too um, when putting myself out there and still continuing to do that um, just to kind of hope to you know, back then in 2017, I was hoping to connect with other people. And now I'm like, I connect with other people and I'm hoping to inspire and also be inspired. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's where I, you know, jumped in full on into the planner community and I, I love it. Yeah. I love that. So now that we kind of know the basics of Juanita and your planner journey, I like to move into the topic of, or the theme of my podcast. So my show is called planning a life I love or yeah, planning a life I love. It, of course I like to sit here for a minute. Like I said the wrong name, but anyway, <laughs> um, I always like to ask my guests just a few questions about, you know, planning a life I love. So when you hear the phrase planning a life I love, what does that mean to you? Oh man, um, I've I've thought about this, and I remember when you um, you made the 
the uh, story that we could put down, like, what does it mean to plan a life um, that we love? And I think about that, like, planning a life I love means that when I'm planning to do something, I'm not doing it for someone else. Um, I'm doing what I need to do for me. Um, and my family, and it's going to bring me joy. Um, and planning a life I love also goes with like achieving those goals, whether it's goals people told me I couldn't do, goals I said for myself I couldn't do, um, those kinds of things. And it's just like, you know, buying a house this year was something I thought as a teacher I would never, ever be able to do. And that's just an example of like, when I'm using my planner, putting those goals in there, putting those action steps in there so that when I look back, I can truly see that, you know, I've accomplished things. I love the things that I've accomplished. They've made me happy. Um, And it's not necessarily about materialistic things, but more so about looking back with pride and saying that I did something that I'm proud of. Yeah, that's awesome. So when you're planning, what areas in your life do you focus on when you're planning a life you love? Oh my gosh. Embarrassingly, up until 2021, it was just teaching, which is kind of sad. That's um, not sad. Not that's, sad that's in the way like, life. you know, it's a, it is. It's a huge part of my life. And when I say it's kind of sad, it's like what I noticed um, in 2020 was if I took out the teaching aspect of my planning, I never actually considered anything just for me or considered like what I'm, what I want to do to something outside of teaching, what I want to do outside of teaching that is helping to, you know, plan that life that I love. And it's like, I love teaching it. It is a huge part of me. Like I will forever be, you know, an educator, no matter what field or what department I go into. Um, But um, I would say a big part of my, planning career, um, if we call it a career, has been with just teaching. Um, And so now I'm into like an exciting part of learning how to balance it. Um, And so when I said like, you know, it's sad, I um, became a accidental workaholic. Yeah. Um, Just kind of making sure because I do I put my my school first, my my kids, I call them my kids, my students first. um, And you know, just sometimes when I when I look at my planner now, it's funny. It's like, oh, well, I never plan any me time or uh, any dates or being able to go out and do things with friends. Obviously not now because Rona is, you know, destroying yeah. our lives. Um, but it was interesting. It was like in March um, of last year when we all went on lockdown and, you know, they were saying, oh, we're going to stay out for about two weeks or so. I had no use for my planner at all. Because for two weeks, I wasn't doing anything, you know, related to my profession. And so that was something that struck me then. It was just like, oh, and, you know, I'm watching videos, I'm on Instagram, and I'm seeing how everybody else is using their planner. And it was interesting. It's like, I never thought to use my planner um, to help me accomplish other goals that I wanted that were personal to me, like buying a house. I decided... um, during lockdown that I was going to keep going forward, um, with purchasing a house. Um, and so it was, it was interesting. It was like, oh my gosh, suddenly I have these appointments outside of school and things to do. Um, and I loved putting that into my planner. So it's like, now I'm trying to figure out a way where it's 50, 50. Um, because before I would say like, it was maybe 95, 5% personal, um, and 95% of it was, um, 
just teaching. So now I would say, you know, just again, like looking back on it, um, I use my planner for teaching, um, lesson planning, um, and but at the same time, I'm also making sure that um, I'm taking more time to consider the personal aspect of my life and how can I plan that way. Again, going with that planning a life I love, um, I was only nourishing one part of my life. Um, and so that's one of the things where it's like, I love, I love planning and happy planner because there's so many different planners and styles and things you can mm -hmm. use to help feed and make sure like you are nourishing, you know, the parts yeah. that you want. And their products, I feel like they do a really good job of their products, like reminding you of different areas of your life that you could be planning for. Like yes. their wellness, yes. every time they come out with a wellness product, I'm like, oh, look at all of these things that I could be planning for. Right, like, right. Sometimes I'm more like a, mm, I just want that because that covers real nice. How can I make that work? <laughs> but it's, you know, it's absolutely true. And it's one of the things where I always buy the undated versions of the wellness and the faith planners um, because I want to plan for those things. But as you know, you know, being a teacher for nine years, sometimes teaching consumes everything. Yeah. Yeah. And so like when you, when you actually said that, your planner was mainly for teaching prior to this year. I actually thought in my head, like, well, if you're a teacher, then you understand why that is because teaching yes. like takes up. So like so many people are like, Oh, teachers worked eight to three. They have a great schedule. It's like, no teachers work like the right. entire time. They're awake. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and it's like on, on the clock. If you looked at it, yeah, you might see whenever um, my middle school is, um, nine to four. And so teachers have to be there at eight twenty-five. I clock in at seven o'clock. Yeah. And like, you know, and it's, it's, you know, cause it's like, I need this extra time, but in this like off the clock, you're at home, you're grading, you're doing lesson yeah. plans. And it's like, even during, um, one, and I think that was the, not necessarily the breaking point, but the aha moment of how much teachers commit to their lives. Um, when it comes to education is when we were remote for the rest of the year. And I'm clocking in at seven in the morning and clocking out from work at 3 a.m. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't doubt that at life. all. And so it's like, because it's like, um, when we did it, I, you know, I could have posted, just posted things online, but that's not who I am. I wanted my kids to still feel like I was there with them. So I would record yeah. these videos, um, for them. And it, that's the, that's the way where I was going, Oh, I'm a YouTuber now. <laughs> like, you know, um, because I'm recording these videos for them. I'm using like the dot camera and like, you know, teaching lessons as I go. And to do that, I, it was one of the things where, you know, when people ask me like, Oh my gosh, would you create a YouTube for, for those months? I was like, I have a teacher YouTube and I had to record these videos every night and edit those videos and think about the times where it's like, all right, I know what I want to say. I have to write a script for this. And yeah. it was, you know, so it's, it's, you know, that would, I, that's the point where I would say, um, it was like, wow, I am, you know, on this cycle of seven to three in the morning and I sleep for three hours and then wake up and do it all over again, where I was really like, it can, if you're not careful, it can consume yeah, your life. It definitely can. And, but I like that you now are aware of that. And so you're using your planner to help you focus on other things too. So I, I love that. So how has using your planner helped you to plan a life you love? Um, so one thing that I did once I became aware of it, and I was actually talking to um, Nita at Neatly Plan on Instagram about it as well, um, because she was talking about, you know, 
being an accidental workaholic um, and how sometimes when you on the outside when you're looking like you're committed to doing all of these things you know for your work that sometimes people continue to pile things on and you're like I'm struggling already I'm struggling yeah. but I'm gonna say yes too um, and so when I was talking to her because she is my mentor on the squad um, I started to think about how else I could use my planner because essentially I love planning but I didn't want it to just be um, like when I look through my planners now, it's like, oh my gosh, how much of my own life did I neglect um, in doing that? And so it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I wanted to have a better balance between working um, and being there for my kids, being there for um, faculty and, and truly being happy that way, and then being happy um, with my own life. And, and that was a big thing that I talked about was I don't want to look back at my life when I'm like 80 plus years old and go, all I did was work. Yeah. I want to be able to say that I lived because in the moment, it's it absolutely brings me joy. But one of the things I notice, just kind of looking through my plan and reflecting on it is that I was burning out a lot faster um, mm -hmm. doing that. And, you know, I leave in the morning when it's dark and I come home in, in the evening and it's, I mean, pitch black. Like sometimes I'm there and it's eight o'clock at night. Um, and I noticed that it just kind of changed my mood, just never being outside during the daytime unless I was walking yeah. to the office. Um, so using my planner, um, thinking about it and making, making time for that. And it's interesting that you said, um, the happy planner, they're really good at coming out with the products that you need to help you, you know, balance your life. Um, that's when I stumbled upon like, uh, the girl with goals extension pack. And it was like this hourly layout. Um, and I was thinking about in December, I was thinking about my one little word. I had never had a one little word before. And every year I see it and I'm just like, why do I need a one little word? I'll just do whatever. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's so interesting. It's like that one little word I created. I, I chose that one. My one little word is boundaries. And that one includes like balance. And uh, I am terrible at saying no to people absolutely yeah. terrible at it because I'm so afraid they're going to be disappointed in me um, or that I'm going to let them down in some way. Um, and so when I saw the girls, girl with goals um, hourly, I thought that would be a perfect way to not necessarily structure my day hourly because I'm really bad at that. Um, but recording like the day before the night before, this is how I want my day to go. So yeah. obviously like in the morning, that's, you know, I'm teaching that schedule is pretty, um, pretty strict or in terms of, um, the schedule that I have, unless something is happening that day that is unexpected, but it was more so about planning for the afternoon and the night. So like one of the things I like about the hourly is that with the girl with goals, it stops at seven. So it kind of forces you to stop and go, yeah. okay, well, what do I have to do that is actually really important um, for this? And so it came, it, it helped me come up with a goal that I wanted to start leaving work by five o'clock. Sometimes I'm not good at that. Um, but, you know, it's only been a little over a month and I've, I've had some days where it's not worked out, but it helps me to reflect on what was going on? Why didn't I leave that day? Or did I procrastinate? Did I put something off? And then because the last part of that, the hourly is 7pm, I made it that I want to stop working school wise at 7pm. 
um, because I could sit there and just keep working until the yes. it's done. Yes. And, and it's, I mean, it is, it's like, oh no. Cause in my brain, I'm like, I have to do this. Like I have to get these pages graded. My kids are asking about their tests or this essay. I don't want it to take too long and I want to give them feedback. And so I could see that. And so when I'm thinking about like planning a life I love, including the hourly in that helped me to start saying no like up oh, seven o'clock that's it yeah i have I mean, to, that I is have like to that is a clear boundary like this, yes I am because there is time. you know there is no more there's no eight and nine, i think 10. i think that as a fellow accidental workaholic like that is like <laughs> yeah. you almost have to give yourself that because because when you when you have that mindset of like i can work 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 right you can always add things to your to-do list like i could add Absolutely. things all day long and literally work every minute and have something to do. But I love that you're like at seven o'clock that I'm done. Yes. Like, so that's what I'm committing to because it's like I bought this house and I have these visions and things I want to do. And I haven't even had a chance to play in the dirt and plant things like that to me is crazy. And it's like, but you have your weekends. I didn't even realize until I started tracking, how I was using my Saturdays and Sundays. I'd wake up at seven on, on, you know, wake up at 7 a.m. on a Saturday and still be sitting there 2 a.m. Sunday grading because yeah. I could just sit there and like, oh, it's not done. It's not done. And when I started planning in the hourly for that, um, in addition to my other planners, like I use it not necessarily just as, okay, well, this is my home planner. This is going to be my catch all or anything like that. But it's, this is everything. How am I using my time so I can figure out what can wait? What can wait yeah. till the next day? And it's not going to, you know, break anything. The world's not going to stop. Um, and it was, you know, my dad, he told me um, in November when I was just like, I'm burning out and <laughs> it's November and, and I've got a whole month ago. He said, you know, um, you can't just spend your time focusing on just teaching and, and making other people happy because doing that is stealing your happiness. It's wiping the smile off your face. Um, and that right there, it just clicked with me ever since, you know, we had that conversation that using my planner to help not only like compartmentalize my life, but to make sure I'm using my time wisely so that I don't continue to be this accidental workaholic um, it's how it's, I'm starting to get to that place where I'm evenly balancing out and planning a life that I love. Like, yeah. I want to plant things. I want to, you know, it was, you know, super dorky. It's like, I had this, um, palm tree and it was like, you know, constantly raining and it's like turning my, my patio, like this green moldy color. And I'm just like, I would like to get out there and scrub it. And I, in January, I got a chance to do that because I'm like, okay, no, this is on Friday night. I'm like, I'm going to grade maybe like five hours. Um, and then I'm going to spend my afternoon um, doing this around the house. And that balance, um, just it makes me happier coming home yes. when it's, you know, when the sun is out, even if it's going, it's setting, just makes me happier. Um, yeah. And that I notice is where my planner means everything to me. Um, because it's like my accountability partner, my buddy. I'm looking at it and it's staring at me like, oh, you worked after 9 p.m. <laughs> Why did you do that? Yeah. Um, and it's like, you know, it makes me question myself like, could that have waited? 
um, until the next day? Could I have put that off until Wednesday? Um, Did I really have to feel guilty about that as a teacher? Um, And so I would say like with my planner now, it's really enforcing that normalizing a teacher, that we are not just robots who I joke about that all the time with my kids I'm always like oh you know I got a cot here under my my desk Um, I mean a lot of (laughs) teachers probably wish they did just have a cot you know I mean it's it's true it's like sometimes I remember one time like I'm in there and I'm like oh I'll just take a little nap um and the custodian woke me up it was 9 p.m. Oh yeah, like I we I used to, when I worked at middle school, we had there was like an office upstairs that nobody was using and teachers would literally keep pillows and blankets in there and they oh would go gosh. sleep there cuz they would have so much to do, they'd go take a nap and then they'd go back like it's, Yeah, and it's like the workload of a teacher is never ending. Right. Like, right. It's sometimes I look and I'm I'm going um cuz I do I'm on the leadership team um at my school. I am school culture leader, so I deal with ways of like, and this is the challenge right now, ways of spreading joy on campus. And so sometimes I sit there, it's like I've got my full-time teacher mode that I go on. And then at some point I still have to balance this other, what feels like a full-time job um, in there as well. Um, Because realistically it is, I could totally see myself doing that full-time as well. And sometimes I'll sit there and it's like, I remember I had like this, like not a necessarily full size comforter, but like definitely like a warm blanket in my desk drawer. And it's like, oh, I'm just going to cover up because I'm cold. And it's like, that was not good. Don't bring yeah. your comfort to supplies. <laughs> it's cool. Um, I've got this like box under my desk where I just put my feet up and I can feel my eyes like slowly closing. I'm like, oh, nope, stand up, time to go, time to do that. But it's like there was a moment where teachers were leaving at four o'clock and I'm like, how do you do it? what's your secret? Um, and for me, I discovered it, you know, I'll probably not be able to leave at four o'clock because I do have different jobs, but my planner is my secret. Like, yeah. how do you manage to do all of these things and not go insane? It's my yeah, plan. You have to plan for it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I tell people all the time too. People always ask me like, how do I get everything done that I do? And I'm like, my planner, like my planner right. tells me when to do it. And honestly, and I would say in the past year, I've really had to focus on setting those boundaries too, because I, I could work all the time, especially cause I feel, I don't feel like I'm working a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And so I just keep working. Um, yes. but like this year I've like this year since 2021 started, I've tried to not really work on the weekends. Like usually I record a podcast like this on the weekends mm-hmm. just cause it's easier to schedule with people on the weekends. But Besides that, I haven't really worked on Saturday and Sunday, and it's, like, been amazing. Like, Right? Been it's, to- I mean, it's a whole shift change. Yes. Um, because it is. It's like that with teaching. You are so in love with the profession. Um, and one of the things, like, I remember my one of my, my bosses said to me was in our interview, we did interviews at the end of the year, and she asked me if teaching fed my soul. And I was just like, nobody ever asked me, you know, they, are you happy? That kind of question, but like, does it feed your soul? And it just, you know, it caught me off guard one moment. And I was just like, absolutely. Like I had to think about it. And she said, good. Cause the day it stops feeding your soul, you being happy in the classroom, the kids bringing you happiness, um, that won't be enough to keep you happy. Right. So you have to make sure, um, that it keeps feeding your soul because, um, not all of teaching is glamorous and lovely no. and bringing us joy. <laughs> like, no, it's like, 
um, you know, teacher paid for the things that we do, for example, it's like, oh, you should totally pay me more, like overtime, yeah. actually. Yeah, um, like way more. Yeah. I tell people that all the time when people ask me if I miss teaching, I'm like, I miss the actual act of teaching yes. and I miss being in the classroom with the kids and building those relationships and actually teaching them. And I was like, but I don't miss all the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It's like, all right, everybody's gonna do this, or I create this awesome assignment, and then I'm like, oh, I gotta grade that. Yeah, oh, that's man. the worst. That's the <laughs> then worst. it's like, and it's of course now it's like, um, we, you know, it's not as some schools have block schedule where they have maybe a certain amount of class periods a day. I have 132 students, so if I have them do one paragraph, oh my god, paragraphs. Yeah. Yes, and so yeah. I think sometimes people say, well, you chose this life, or I don't want to hear it. You've got summers off, you know? And it's like, but I need it. <laughs> but I hate when people say that kind of stuff. Like, like there was actually a thread on Facebook last night I was reading. This is, and they were talking about me. It was a thread all about Heather Kell. And one of the things was, it was, one of the comments was kind of negative. And someone mm -hmm. jumped on and was like, hey, she's in this group. Like, don't say negative things. And someone else was like, well, she chose this life. She chose to put herself out right. there. And it's like, just because you choose a profession doesn't mean that you love all the negative aspects. That right, right. Absolutely. Like, so it's, that is, that is interesting. And it's, um, you know, that's where um, my planner really does come in handy because there are, just like with any job, there's the, the good and the bad, but it helps me to focus on, you know, being thankful. Like, yeah. I have this job. I get to wake up every day and put smiles on kids' faces. And to me, that means the absolute world. Um, yeah. When a kid is, you know, I would say, like, <laughs> they hate me now, but you're going to love me later. Yes, they um, will. And when yeah. they run into you in five years at the grocery store, they're going to be like, oh, my God, I love you. I know. Like, and you're like, you didn't love me then, but I'm I know. You love me now. It's, it's funny. It's like, uh, I remember last year, a student gave me a card at the end of the year. Cracks me up. My favorite card ever was like, you're the teacher. I didn't know I needed. I didn't want you, but I realized I totally needed you by the end of the year. And, yeah. you know, just thanking me, but it just cracks me up because it, it is. You're that teacher that they don't want. Like, you're yeah. tough. You, you, you want them to, you know reach their full potential and so it's like when I'm thinking about it in my planner when people are like well, why do you need a planner for that you know what you're already supposed to do but it's like I want to be consistent like if I'm yeah. thinking about my teacher planner I want to be consistent and teach the same thing with all those classes and make sure that I'm doing the best that I can but then yeah. also at the same time making sure that I'm taking care of my wellness and my mental health and balancing my life because yes I did choose this profession yes I you know I could have done other things um, but this is where I want to be but right. it doesn't mean that I have to be unhappy right. so it's like I couldn't be the teacher that I am today if I didn't make sure that I plan for that balance and that yeah so I don't I don't want it to be where I'm looking back and I'm like, oh, I'm resenting that I spent my time teaching and I don't ever want to get to a point where I'm unhappy teaching because that I think that would absolutely just break my heart. Yeah. Um, and so 
with my planner, I want to make sure that I'm being conscious of that. Like looking at it the next day, like, oh, you were supposed to spend Thursday night doing one thing for you, self-care, and you didn't do it. So now I need to schedule and plan that self-care because clearly I didn't do it. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I use my planner like that to make sure that I stay in love with my life, the life that yeah. I'm making. Um, I want to be able to say, I love teaching. I'm doing what I want to do, but also at the same time, it's okay to love me and right. want to do things for me and my well, family. And setting, setting those boundaries and focusing on yourself is going to make it where you can love teaching for longer. Like Absolutely. And it's like, know. for me, I already know I want to love it forever, but yeah. it, you know, it is like with the summers off when people are like, Oh, well, I don't want to hear it. You have summers off. And it's like, the one Can we thing just that throw we... out there, though, that teachers <laughs> don't really have summer no, jobs? No, exactly. Like, like you, may not be going to the, you may not be going to the school building every day, but, and you might that have a few exactly days it. off. Like, you may take a few days off, but, like, you're still lesson planning. You're still exactly. meeting. You're still, yes. if, if you're on leadership, you're probably interviewing I'm year-round. I'm absolutely year-round. And so that's exactly what I was going to say when they're like, oh, you get summers off. And I'm like you really think that's what we're doing? Yeah. Like I could see myself like the first week I'm a couch potato. Like I am right. the sloth. I am staying on that. <laughs> like, Can you that imagine couch? what August would be like if you really just oh didn't do anything? Like if you walked out on May 31st and you were like, I know. you in August and you didn't do anything? Like, whew, I could never <laughs> imagine it. And that's the thing that I want to say. It's like, don't like, please don't assume. I mean, on paper, on that calendar that they make for the school year, it looks like that, but right. we never stop. Teachers right. never stop. Yeah. And it's Sometimes like, summers are even busier than yes. school years. They like, can oh, be. So. I want to, I want to better myself. So I'm going to do this professional development and I want to learn this and I'm going to plan, you know, the first month. Sometimes that doesn't yeah. work out, but it's like, you know, we're still always working. I just remember when, one one summer I looked at my planner and it, out of every week of summer, there was one week that I didn't have any meetings or trainings like yeah. in the whole summer. So it's like yep. teachers don't really get summer. I mean, they, they get summer, really. they get summer, but not like a student does. Yeah. It's but. not, you're not teaching in front of a classroom. Right. Um, Unless so you do can, summer school, then you might yes. be teaching. In front of then, okay. Absolutely. <laughs> so that is one, one, there's summer school and there are teachers out there working them. Yeah. Um, but then also at the same time, like myself, balancing different jobs, it's I, on May 31st, the teacher, full-time teacher goes away, but the other job steps in. So it's like, whatever it is that you're doing, even if it's, um, you're a teacher and then for the summer, you're a mom, you're still working. Yeah. You're not turning into a couch potato with sweatpants and never getting off the couch. Like you enjoy being able to stay up late. Like, oh my gosh, I get to stay up late. Um, but you're still working. We're always working. So let's kind of, I mean, we've obviously been talking about teaching the whole episode, but let's kinda, I'm going to ask you now, how many planners do you use? Do you just <laughs> use your teacher? Do you use more than that? And what are each of their purposes? Oh my god! If gosh. you use more than one. I am trying to use more than one this, this year. Um, I've always been a one planner committed gal, um, me and my planner forever till it expires or I see another planner and I'm like, bye-bye in March. Like, you know, um, because that's, that's hard too with that temptation. Um, but then I started, um, I think it's, yeah, Franken planning. I started doing that, 
Um, and then I was just like, whoa, this thing's getting a little too heavy here. Um, <laughs> and then I started the, like, I was watching videos and like your videos as well. And you're like, I just put one month in at a time for everything. And I was like, Ooh, I like that. Um, so I'm trying that and it's like overwhelming, but still very exciting. Yeah. Like, so I have, um, like my catch all is my, my bullet journal, my, um, teacher classic, I put that a month of that in at a time. Um, so, and I use mine more so for lesson planning and yeah. like um, making notes about what we actually do got to use, that day. Do you use the actual teacher layout or do you use a yes. different layout? Yeah. I use the teacher layout um, and it might be an unpopular opinion. I like it the way it's formatted. You know, I a lot do. of people change the, um, where the actual dates are. They'll yeah. change it and put the subjects or whatever it is that they're doing. I teach two preps. So it helps me where I could like split my, the actual columns um, instead of the rows to, to teach those two preps. So I, I use a full on teacher planner. Absolutely love that. Um, I've added in the undated faith. I'm struggle busting it with that, but I'm not going to give up on it. Hey, but that's the great thing about it being undated. You yes. Know? You use yes. it when you can and it, when you can't, it's okay because it's undated. Absolutely. And because it's undated and that's what I really love about it because I don't see so many planners that come out, you know, not just happy planner, but a lot of planners don't come out um, that are mass produced that are undated. Yeah. Um, so I'm, you know, I want to include that because that's one thing that fell by the wayside um, when COVID happened and I was just devoting myself um, to teaching and being the best that I could for my students, knowing that it's hard for them to have to learn remotely. That fell by the wayside and I was just not happy with that. Like, you know, I grew up in the church. I, you know, always made sure to like, even, even now I send my tithe back home. Um, I watch online and that's a good thing that came from it. It's like they do Facebook live. Yeah. Um, but I noticed that. So I've got the undated faith. Um, and I don't feel guilty. Like if I skip a day, I just go and put the next date in that box. Yeah. I'm like, ta-da. Yeah. Um, I've got the faith journal that I've started. I switch them out in between where I'm like, maybe I want to use the, the weekly for the faith. And then some days I just want to use the journal. Um, I've got the undated wellness again. So I don't feel guilty <laughs> about not filling it out every day. Um, and the hourly. Yeah. Awesome. This is my first year with juggling planners. It's stressful because I'm learning still. Um, but it's exactly what I need because yeah. it's like I turn the page and, and it's like, Oh, I didn't do anything faith based or there's no mental or like health wellness, like checking into it. It holds me accountable for my one little word and making sure I'm making time for those things. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in your teacher planner, since this episode is specifically about teaching, what all do you plan for in your teacher planner? Like what do you put in there? Right. So um, in my teacher planner, um, I will put in the first column, I'll put my perfect idea what I'm going to get to that day. So I lesson plan and I use my lesson plan to kind of put, okay, this is the topic that I'm discussing this day. And then in the um, next column, I put my, my prep, my first prep. And I'm like in that, what we actually got to that day, um, because it's hard when you have multiple preps and you're teaching different classes. And of course, in teaching, sometimes they all 
they move at their own pace. Yes. And you, you slow down or you speed up for those kids who are needing that. You differentiate, you scaffold it. And so I need to know like, okay, this is what I actually planned. This is what period one, three, and five got to. Yeah. And then this is actually where period six got to. That's one of the hardest things. Yes. I feel like if you don't write that down, then the next day they come in and you're like, where did we end yesterday? With that has happened to me. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you guys, I'm honest. I'm like, you're going to have to help me out. Yeah, yeah. Like I need to know what is our agenda today. And it's like, <laughs> and I'm like, I promise I am educated and I know exactly what I'm doing, but I have messed up a couple times where I'm like, all right, you guys take out this paper. And they're like, Miss Johnson, we did that yesterday. And you, yeah, you I just do that all the time. And I'm like, Oh, uh, first period just did it today. So yeah. I use my planner um, to put like what I intend to happen that day, what actually happens in the class periods. And then on the second side, I use that because we are remote. And well, that's the other thing. It's like two teachers or two classes in one is where we are in person. And then we also have students who are remote or they're virtual. And so I have, I put basically my top priorities on what to make sure I'm posting every day. Um, because they do stream in live, but I know I need to tweak assignments so that they can work on it at home. Um, because one of the things that I don't do, um, in class is take a lot of papers now, um, because I am immune compromised. So I have to make sure like I did convert something to a digital copy. Mm -hmm. Um, and then towards the end where I know, I noticed like people would normally change that to like the weekdays at the top. Um, I use that for like planning and prep for the next week. So like a big brain dump in like two or three columns, um, you know, lesson plan ideas, what I need to make copies of repro. Um, and so it is, it's like my think tank for everything I'm doing in the classroom. Awesome. So do, do where do you track? Like if you have meetings or trainings, does that go in your teacher planner or do you put that somewhere else? Um, it goes in my teacher planner and my bullet journal or my, okay. my, I call it my happy bujo. So like where we have the dates, um, I use those little dotted lines to put whatever meetings we have, or, um, if there is a planned fire drill that suddenly becomes <laughs> canceled, it's easier to be on the side. So when I open yeah. it up that day and I'm writing it, you know, cause I look at my planners at night, I look at them in the morning. Um, and I like to see what's going on that day. So for example, on Tuesdays, I know we have academic success. So instead of classes being 50 minutes, they're going to be 40 minutes. And so I always make sure that I'm scheduling those meetings, scheduling our, our, you know, early release days, our academic success days. I'm scheduling those on the side and I'm also scheduling those in my Bujo or my happy Bujo when I'm doing like my to-do list. So here's a question. I, when I was a teacher, my school district required that all lesson plans be submitted digitally as well. Mm -hmm. So do you have to do that? And if so, how do you like decide what's like, how do you balance the digital and the paper planner? And that is, that's the thing that is really hard because I love putting it in my paper planner. Um, and they do, they require us to do um, lesson plans. We have to submit our lesson plans at the end of each month. And that's okay. where I really do love my teacher planner because I sit down and I, I sketch out my ideas and what I want to do and plan that out. And using my, um, like the teacher happy notes also helps out with like really flushing out like minute by minute what I want to do. Um, but I, if I don't have time to type that up that weekend, just so, you know, I tend to like to do it weekly, so I don't have to wait till the end of the month to type yeah. everything up, but my paper planner comes first. 
um, and making sure that, you know, when I'm writing everything down, because by the end of the month, what I find is, yeah, it might be easier to digitally go back in and change it, but I'm doing my lesson plans at that point three times. And that's not really productive for me. So I find planning it in my teacher planner, knowing what I'm doing every day and then elaborating on it, like in my happy notes that I have is helpful. Um, And then I submit what I actually did. So as a teacher, we know that things can change like at any point. Oh, yeah. So do you do you write in your teacher planner with a pencil or a pen? <laughs> um, so when I know, because and that's the little that's the, the the positive side of being on the leadership team. I know something's final. We have planned it to be final. Work with the administration to do that. I'll write in pen. If I am hearing about something, it pops up on the calendar. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna write this in pencil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it is, it's like it, my set plans, like what I imagine we're doing that day, I'll put that in pen cause that's what I want to happen. Okay. Um, but it's like when each class is different, like, Oh, Oh, we're having a tornado drill and I didn't know about it. Nobody knew about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, those go in pencil. I'm like, yeah. okay, just kidding. That didn't happen. Or we only got here. Um, we had, it was, um, two weeks ago I'm teaching class we're in the middle of like learning about informative essays and then I'm like wow it smells like pancakes and syrup what's going on and the kids are like "Mm, so hungry and then the fire drill goes off and or the fire alarm goes off and it's like someone triggered uh, they were doing repairs and triggered the fire alarm because it was really cold that day like 40 degrees outside and it heated up in the building beyond the heater and so we had to stand outside for two hours two oh hours and so it's like I'm so glad I wrote all of this in pencil yeah. because <laughs> yeah. I'm like oh great now I'm down a page what am I gonna do stick a whole bunch of stickies on it and don't get me wrong I love stickies but it drives me crazy if I write something in pencil and someone goes I think we're having a fire drill like right now yeah. then you're like oh great that class didn't actually do that so yeah. let me white out that. So I think for my peace of mind and sanity, I write in pencil gotcha. um, when it comes to like the actual day, what we're doing. Yeah. So does your, in your teacher planner, do you decorate it or do you keep it like all business? Oh my gosh. It depends. It depends. I like every year. And it's like, I know a lot of other teachers will relate to this. You're like, I'm going to use the prettiest stickers and I'm going to use that. I'm going to put it all down on paper. And then it's like, week three you're like oh, I just need to know what's going on and you know yeah. what it's doing so it depends if I have a lighter week in my mind if I have a lighter week where I have time um I will go on full-on decorate it but I am not consistent because yeah. in the end it's like pen to paper I'm still effective so when I was when I was teaching I and I was using the happy planner teacher layout I would keep like the teacher sticker books at my desk because I yes. found that I would like write everything in my planner and then I would be like, Oh wait, it's not pretty. And like at the yes. end of the week, I'm just like throwing stickers in the blank spots. I'm like, okay, right. That's good. <laughs> I know. And that's, that's sometimes that's what it's like. I'm like, well, I'm going to start with, you know, myself using, you know, pencil or pen to paper because I need the space. I don't know what's going on in my mind. I know what's going on, but yeah. I don't control a school. Um, and it's funny. It's like, you know, if you have guests coming in that day and you're like, I was going to give a quiz. Not anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, they're coming into my room and I'm giving a quiz. Nope. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm going to move to different. I'm going to switch on and go to this new lesson. Um, I do that as well. Not necessarily just kind of backward planning, but like, 
at the end of the week, if I have that space, why not? I mean, yeah. why not make it something? And that's the thing I really like about also using stickers because it keeps me coming back. I have the option to use stickers and make it pretty and decorative um, while still making sure that it is functional. So that's where it's like, it's a mix. I'm not consistent with the pre-planning it with stickers, but at the end of the week or while I'm going throughout the week, I will sticker it up like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I did it too. So how do you use your teacher planner to help plan activities and responsibilities related to school? I know we've kind of talked about this like throughout, but yes. are there any other ways that you use your planner to help you plan those things related to school at work? Absolutely. So it's um, one of the things I do is like when I have that section that I use as a brain dump, um, that's where like everything, it's like my master task list every week. Um, what do I need to get done this week? What may need to carry over? Um, and so with that, one of the things I also like to put in my teacher planner is my second job, um, planning out like selling candy grams, um, and delivering candy grams and making sure the kids get their ice cream and stuff like that. I plan that as well. Um, I use my teacher planner for every aspect. So if it's like I'm planning out a research, you know, project and I need us to go to the, to the library, how am I, you know, making sure that I've planned out what days we're doing what um, and who's teaching what. Sometimes it'll be the media specialist who will take over and teach something. Yeah. And then I'm working in small groups. So if I'm working in small groups or I'm conferencing with kids, I will. And that's another thing where um, I sometimes wonder if people imagine that I just use my teacher planner in the beginning and it just fades away. I put my students' names in my planner. And yeah. so, you know, sometimes I, I, I'm conscious of it and I'll put initials and other times it's, it's, it becomes private when I'm putting notes to myself, like little Billy and I, we were working on this and they're struggling with this. So we're working together tomorrow. Um, and so I use it for creating my small groups. I use it for my other jobs on campus and making sure that I plan those things out. Um, so like one of the things I do is I run the school store as well. So that's another job that I have that I put in there and I'm like, did I order these things? Did I sign off on that check? Did I yeah. do all of that stuff? Stuff too so it's I use it the best way that I need to for each week and that's why I make sure that on the second page I do have that master task list that brain dump where I can put everything else so uh, I, I just want to throw out there um, when I was a teacher people used to ask me all the time to share my teacher planner after the pen because right. you know other teachers want to get inspiration on how to use it or just people who even aren't teachers want to see it but I like that you mentioned that you write your students' names in it because I just want to like remind our listeners like that that is one reason why you may not actually see a lot of teacher planners on Instagram because there's right. private information in there that you can't just post right. to the world so without like, like being con like self aware right. of what you've written right. in your planner. I have to, and that's the thing about it too. It's like. I have to protect my students' anonymity right. and I have to, there are certain laws that I have to follow. Um, and at one point it was like, I was really trying to um, make it so that if I showed a before the pen for my teacher planner, I showed an after pen because I feel like the after the pen is really important for right. people to see, you know, how you're actually using it to get ideas. So like when I was first starting in 2017, like, Thank God people were on YouTube and on Instagram showing how they were using their planner because I was on the struggle bus forever trying to figure out how to use my vertical at the time. Um, but, it, you know, I understand that as well. But it's like to truly use my planner, like my teacher planner and make it work and be functional for me. 
I need to remember those kids and writing them right. on a sticky note that I pull off the paper. Sometimes I'll do that, but it's like, without a doubt, I'm like, I'm in the library, I'm wherever I am. My planner goes everywhere with me. Um, and so that's the first thing I think to grab and I put their names and I'm like, Oh, I put their name, the whole name, full name, yeah. <laughs> like everything. Yeah. And then it's um, like, okay, well, I can't share that photo. I just want to make sure that. I just want to make sure that the listeners don't come to your Instagram and are like, share, show me everything about your right, right. planner. Cause there are parts that Juanita can't share because yes. Of the and so, you know, aspect, there is, there's, so. there's personal information in there. Yeah. And so, um, you know, that one I had, I do have to protect that, but that is something you'll see for, um, Myself, a lot of teachers, we will show you the before the pen. Um, and if it doesn't have something private on it, um, and it's not like, you know, sometimes people imagine like, you know, my friend's joking like, oh, you probably put like who you couldn't stand that day or something. And I'm like, no, I'm putting like, you know, who I need to work with, my small groups that I'm going to work with and stuff like that. And I put their names because when I'm making, when I have to turn in my lesson plans at the end of the month, I'm also putting that in there as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's just important for the listeners to know that when you right. follow teachers, they can't always share everything. So Absolutely. So how has planning helped you to stay better organized as a teacher? Um, so I would say that I was, I'm always like, even without planning, I'm always organized. But the one thing I notice is that if I don't write it down on paper, I feel like I'm going mental, like I'm going crazy um, and because it really, I don't know. It's like, it really is. It feels like everything's floating around in my head. Like if there was a visual <laughs> cartoon or comic of it, like if you could see inside a teacher's head, like, and they haven't written anything down, everything's floating everywhere. You come into the classroom and there's sticky notes galore. Like if I could be covered in sticky notes prior to pre planning, like my life, I would be covered in sticky notes. My room would be covered in sticky notes because I need to write things down. So I would say like, my like using my planner because I, I am pretty organized um using my planner keeps me sane <laughs> you know yeah. because it's it's like um you know it's you have all these things and, and it does everything adds up from day to day you know what you need to get done but you're not in control of everything else that's going on in the school or in life for that matter and so you have all of these things that you need to add like oh I need to add that I need to do a purchase order or I need to um, create a, an assignment for this student because they need more help I need to spend my time working with these students um, all of that without a planner is just floating in my head and it keeps me up at night Yes, I was going to say, that's what used to happen to me. I would yeah. lay in bed, and, like, when you were saying that it looks like things just floating through yes. your head, like, that's really what it is. Like, it I would is. lay there and it'd be like, this thing's floating by, but then this thing's floating by. And exactly. This, and I'm like, oh, I need to do that and that and that. But then when you yes. write it on, you write it down and you can see it, then it's like, okay, now it's not just everywhere. Right. It's, like, here. On and you paper. feel better. Yes, you feel you so do. much better you because do. you're laying there and it's like one thing floats by exactly the way. That's exactly how I see it. One thing floats by, another thing floats by, and you're like, oh my gosh, I have all these things. How can I tackle this? This yeah. is too much. You get overwhelmed. And then when you write it down, you realize it's really yes. not that much. And you you're just like, needed oh. to write it down. <laughs> yes. And yeah. so I would say putting it on paper and then being able to like number those things like okay I know this is this has to be first rather than sitting there going okay what do I need to do first I just make a list and then number highlight whatever needs to be done first and that helps me keep organized in terms of priorities yeah um, and it helps you to be able to end at seven like you said because you've highlighted yes, the things that have to get done I have you to know do this today you know what can be pushed 
Right. I love that tip. I have to do this today um, versus like there was in the beginning, I was really scared to actually take my planner to school because they told us like, you know, you know, COVID can stay on paper for 72 hours. And, you know, that's what they're saying. So gloves, if you have to collect anything. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to bring COVID home on my planner. Um, and I tried. I really did try. And then I had the floaty, you know, task list going on in my head. And it was stressing me out. And it's like, write it on a sheet of paper or something like that. And, you know, that was something that was really chaotic that I definitely would say, um, my planner has saved me and helped me be more organized on is prioritizing because when I just had the floating task list, I was working till like 10, 11 o'clock at night, yeah. you know, and thinking that, Oh, because it's that floating task list and I've not really thought about, can I do this tomorrow? Um, right. It's just kind of like, and then as people tell you more things, it's jumbling up more in your head. And yeah. so you're, you're not even thinking about like, you're trying to do the things when someone tells you, that you have something to do. And that's another thing I noticed, like without my planner, um, I was becoming disorganized. So if I was doing something and an email popped up, I need to do this. I found that I was actually stopping doing the thing that I was doing to do something for someone because I was like, oh, this, this can't wait. But yeah. it's like, once I wrote it down, I was like, oh, that could wait till Friday. Um, yeah. That kind of thing. But it's like, when you're not putting it on paper, and you just have these things being thrown at you that you need to do, it can easily become disorganized when it's yeah. not something you organize on paper. And it also, I feel like it adds so much stress because you just feel like I have this long to-do list all the time and I always need right. to be, and I'm never going to get it all done. But like when you write it down, it just feels more manageable. Like okay, Absolutely. It's like, when you don't write it down, you've got this constant snowball building and you're right. like, Oh my gosh, I have this, I have to do this thing. And it's like, when you have that snowball building. And that's the way I like to think of like without my planner and I have that floating task list going on, it's just like this snowball effect and it's like running me over and that's what stresses me out and um, throws my whole life out of, out, of, out of whack and balance where I'm just going like, if I had it on paper, that means I'm taking a time to reflect on it and think about what I actually need to do because sometimes they're big, huge tasks um, that you can break into smaller manageable tasks. But if you don't put it on paper, you're just like, Oh my gosh, I have to yeah. do this by next week, Wednesday. And it's like, but hold on, take a moment, write it down, breathe and figure out what can be done today. And then what can't, because yeah. sometimes when you're teaching, you have to like, we're a team, the whole school's a team. And if you're doing something, you might be waiting for somebody to do their part. Yeah. And it's like, without putting that on paper in a note like, oh, I'm waiting for such and such to give me this, or I needed someone to find out this. You're just sitting with that thing floating in your head the whole time, yeah. reminding you that you have to do it. Yeah. Well, this episode has been full of tips for teachers, <laughs> but I always like to wrap up episodes with my guests sharing like tangible tips for the listeners. So Let's say we have people who are listening who are teachers and they, they don't use a paper planner, but they've heard this episode and they're like, okay, Juanita, I'm going to start. I'm going to get one. You right. convince me. What would, what would be like a tip or two that you would share with a teacher who's wanting to start a paper planner for the first time? I would say, um, and it's actually, it's, you know, it's interesting. It's a tip that I learned from you um, was thinking about what you need your planner for before you go into the store and I'm just going to grab a planner because it's pretty. 
like making a to-do list. Like I learned that from you, making a, a list of what you want your planner, like what do you need in a planner and what you're going to use it for will help you pick the layout that or a couple of layouts that works for you. Um, and then the other thing I learned just from trial and error is don't give up so quickly. Keep using that planner, even if you're like, oh my gosh, it's not working for me. I don't know how to make the dashboard layout work. I don't know how to make the teacher layout work. Oh my gosh, this big is too big. Yeah. Like, give it time and really, you know, before you go out and just grab all the things um, that you find, you know, you may not necessarily need, make a list of what actually you want a planner for. Like, yeah, you don't want it to be, I'm getting a planner because someone is getting a planner or someone told me to get a planner because the planner I'm using, for example, like the hourly, I'm using it for a very specific reason, but I had to think about why I wanted it before I use it. Because yeah, it's actually it's, funny because yeah. at the beginning of the episode, you were talking about how you liked the passion planner, but you didn't like the hourly version. I know. But now you've come I know. back to it and you figured out how to make it work for yes, you. Yes, and, and it's, and it's love it. so funny because at that time, I never took the time to think about why I was purchasing a passion yeah. planner. And it's like, I, for example, I use like with it when I was in, um, when we were in quarantine, I used the passion planner daily. Um, and it was just kind of having this extra to do list because by that point when it was too crazy, I, I was, you know, too crazy to sit down and plan and put stickers together. And I just was making lists, but I would say it's, it's super important to think about why you want to have a planner in the first place and what you're wanting to do with it, not just use it because someone's using it a certain way. Because yeah. if I look back in 2017 and was like, oh, I'd be today using an hourly to balance my time. As a teacher, I would have been like, my schedule's pretty set. I don't need a teacher planner for that. But when I was thinking about I'm using it to make sure I am balancing and creating these boundaries for teaching and my personal life, the hourly became, it made sense to me. Yeah. Because now no. you know why you're using it and yes. you can stay committed because you know, like the benefits from it. Cause you know, Absolutely. Your why. so yeah, Absolutely. That. it's like, and that's the important part. Yeah. That's a great tip. This episode was so good. Juanita. I just think it's like, I think teachers are going to be inspired. I think people who aren't teachers are going to be inspired. I'm so glad you came on this show. Thank you for spending time with me this morning. Um, can you remind all of our listeners where they can find you on social media in case they want to go give you a follow? Yeah, of course. You can find me on Juanita E. Johns on Instagram. And again, Heather, thank you so much for having me. I mean, it's an honor to be able to just share my insight into teaching and how to make it work for you. Yeah, you shared so many good tips. So I think people are really going to love this episode. So thanks again, guys, for listening. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Planning a Life by Love. What are you waiting for? Grab that planner, those stickers, and those pens, and go start planning a life you love. I'll see you on the next episode. Happy planning!